It's Wednesday, July 5th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know. To be in the know, the Biden administration is preparing to restrict Chinese companies' access to U.S. cloud computing services, according to people familiar with the situation, in a move that could further strain relations between the world's economic superpowers. The new rule, if adopted, would likely require U.S. cloud service providers such as Amazon.com and Microsoft to seek U.S. government permission before they provide cloud computing services that use advanced artificial intelligence chips to Chinese customers. The Biden administration's move on cloud services comes as China said Monday it would impose export restrictions on metals used in advanced chip manufacturing. This high-stakes conflict over supply chain access to the world's most advanced technology is escalating in the days ahead of Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen's visit to China, a trip the Biden administration hopes will ease tensions. In other news, NATO members unable to agree on a new leader for the military alliance amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine extended Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg's mandate by one year. Stoltenberg, who recently said he had no plans to remain in the office he has held since October 2014, said he was honored by the decision, which is the fourth time his initial four-year term has been extended. He will serve through NATO's 75th anniversary next April and a summit in Washington next summer. NATO members had hoped to replace the 64-year-old Stoltenberg, whose current term was set to run until October 1st, and who has guided the 31-country alliance through its biggest transformation since the end of the Cold War. A former Norwegian prime minister, he took office at NATO months after Russia seized the Crimean Peninsula from Ukraine in early 2014, and then fomented rebellions in its east. Since then, he has led a rebuilding of NATO defenses near Russia. Meanwhile, in his first meeting with key foreign allies since an aborted mutiny challenged his leadership last month, Russian President Vladimir Putin sought to reassure Asian leaders that he remains firmly in charge at home. Nearly two weeks after an attempted rebellion by Yevgeny Prigozhin and his Wagner paramilitary group, Mr. Putin addressed a virtual meeting Tuesday of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, which also included Chinese leader Xi Jinping and Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. In remarks that appeared to be aimed at cementing support abroad, Putin sought to portray an image of strength and stability. Prigozhin marched on Moscow in what was the boldest challenge to Putin's 23-year rule, but the Wagner leader ceased the uprising before he reached the capital after the Kremlin offered him safe passage to Belarus. While Mr. Putin has sought to reassert his authority at home and abroad since the crisis, the incident could raise fresh questions about Russia's ability to sustain the war effort in Ukraine. Back in the U.S., a federal judge issued a broad preliminary injunction limiting the federal government from communicating with social media companies about online content, ruling that Biden administration officials' policing of social media posts likely violated the First Amendment. In a 155-page ruling issued Tuesday, 
U.S. District Judge Terry Doty of Louisiana barred White House officials and multiple federal agencies from contacting social media companies with the purpose of suppressing political views and other speech normally protected from government censorship. The judge's injunction came in a lawsuit led by the Republican Attorneys General of Missouri and Louisiana who alleged that the Biden administration fostered a sprawling federal censorship enterprise in its effort to stamp out what it viewed as rampant disinformation circulating on social media. The government, the lawsuit claimed, pressured social media platforms to scrub away disfavored views about COVID-19 health policies, the origins of the pandemic, the Hunter Biden laptop story, and other divisive topics. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.